Hi everyone, this is Jay and welcome to another episode of Fifty Shades of Jay. Um, today's topic, um, I had kind of like a clear idea earlier today when I thought about today's topic and I've kind of been thinking a little bit about it on and off uh, before I came to record today and I think it could be a little bit of a blend. Um, there's a few things that kind of flow into this conversation and I think I'll see how I go and start and then see how, where we head to. But um, the initial thought I had for this episode was the word change. Um, and I wanted to talk about the practice of embracing change and potentially how attachments can help us but they can also hinder us and limit us. So I wanted to share some experiences I've had with that mm. and how I view it these days in terms of how I'm living my life and how I feel like I'm a lot more fluid uh, with the things that I'm attached to or not so attached to and how that kind of helps me navigate life a little bit easier without feeling so attached to the things that I do or even the things that I have in my life. Um, and I've had some strong um, experiences that have kind of reinforced the importance of not being so attached to the things that we do and have because at periods of my life feeling very attached to the things I have or I do or it's kind of increased uh, my stress levels or made life feel harder in some ways where I've been less open to change and I think some of the practices I have these days help me with that they help me encourage the ability to uh, embrace change and uh, yeah so I think uh, a good way to start this conversation is um, how I view some of the practices that I do now actually um, and how I don't feel so attached to them in, in terms of an identity. Um, before when I had a career as an engineer or I was heavily involved in martial arts for a long time and um, myself now as a, a yoga practitioner and teacher and there's lots of things that I have done or I do and I try not to be so attached to those things in terms of an identity. I try to think about them a little bit more in terms of like wearing a hat. You know, I put on my martial artist hat or I put on my yoga hat, my teacher hat or uh, different aspects of my life where um, I'm maybe doing a service or taking on a specific role. But I try not to become too identified to that in terms of uh, how I'm perceived to other people, but also within myself. I feel like if I identify with it too much, uh, then maybe it's harder for me to let that go if at some point it stops serving me. And I've experienced this with other aspects of my life. Um, actually, the, one of the main ones I could think of was when I was involved in martial arts for a long time and... I could see that I was identifying with it um, quite a lot in terms of how I viewed myself or other people viewed me and um, I could see at some point there was a shift 
where I was identifying with it very strongly as like, uh, this was me or this is who I am. And uh, I could see that that was, um, it could cause some conflict around potentially changing or uh, moving away or trying something different. So, and that was quite a difficult process for me, actually moving away from the martial arts community to the yoga community, which I knew was a better choice for me at the time and was going to lead me to more growth in my life. But I think because I was very identified with this practice before, it was much harder to leave. And it kind of taught me, um, kind of taught me a lesson around attachment and identification. So um, I think it's important that we connect with the practices that we have and we go deeply into those practices and explore those and grow from those practices and uh, but I think it's also good to just uh, <laughs> maybe not identify with it so much to the point where maybe we can kind of lose ourselves a little bit within that and then we feel that that is who we are we are the specific career type or I am this person and then maybe you build up stories around that that kind of reinforce that even some more and then maybe when that particular thing you do stops serving you at some point or it's time to move on or evolve you, maybe you stay attached to that because the status that it brings or the identification or security that you have within that, maybe it makes it a little bit harder for leaving. That was, that was kind of my experience and I think this goes for relationships too or careers. I think you could apply this to many aspects of life where it's good to kind of, I think, just keep a little bit of space, just a little bit of space so that if and when life does suddenly change, which it can do, uh, you're okay to adapt and to flow and move and it's okay to let things go. And I think especially with those sudden changes and uh, I can share a personal story around this actually that um, for me reinforced this very strongly but uh, I think we're all feeling that quite at the moment anyway with this pandemic and things going on we're all experiencing a lot of change and adaptation to our lives and I think what's helping me navigate this and keep a positive outlook is just, just to be a bit more fluid with it and not identify too much with what I do have or what I don't have, but just kind of trust that, you know, things are going to be all right and um, I'll adapt and change within that and uh, it's going to lead me somewhere else and that's all right. But um, let me share a story actually. So, you know, I think I told you on a previous podcast how I kind of, I created this lifestyle for myself um some years back where it enabled me to go into this kind of uh space where i could do a lot of exploration around what i wanted to do with my life i was in this finding my dharma i called it uh finding what i wanted to do with my life and uh i built this lifestyle up with my ex-partner at the time um so this was within our relationship and we had an income from a shared property and uh Lots of shared resources that we had together that uh, built this security for us to kind of go and explore that. And that was great. It was a really positive thing that we did together. Um, 
And I think, although I felt very loose and open and fluid in my life at the time, I was very much <laughs> attached to and identified very much to that lifestyle that I'd built, uh, that we'd built before. And also the income that came from that and the security that came from that. And uh, um, yeah, I was very much attached and identified with that. And that relationship broke down and um, we decided to you know, end the relationship and <laughs> we called it a conscious uncoupling because it was, you know, we were best of friends and uh, I think the way we handled it was great and uh, yeah, just ending that relationship was very amicable and uh, heartfelt and warm and compassionate and, and a positive thing. But it also meant that I felt like there was a lot of change and loss within that in terms of... Um, you know, money, finances, security, there was a lot of things that kind of changed within that. I, I wasn't quite ready for actually when I look back and uh, it was very difficult to let go of those things and move into a new space in my life. But um, one thing that really brought around a very sudden change within that is, um, her name's Eve, she, um, she developed brain cancer um, some time after we broke up. And, um, you know, she was, she died this year and she's four, she was 42 and she got diagnosed with this maybe a year and a half ago. And it's, uh, it's called a glioblastoma. It's the most aggressive type of brain cancer that you can get. And, um, I, I was devastated when she told me, um, absolutely devastated. I, I literally couldn't believe it, you know. Um, it just shocked me to my core and uh, I was struggled, to be honest, for quite a while um, getting my head around it and my heart around it. And, um, you know, Eve was this super positive, optimistic <laughs> spiritual person and she took it in her stride and was optimistic and resolute to the end. She was always positive and challenged it and uh, fought it as hard as she could. Um, but it was devastating news and to find out that she was going to die and I knew she was going to die in a sense when I found out what type of cancer this was. And uh, for a long time, I was really angry and I kind of lost my faith a little bit in the universe and love and uh, I felt a bit lost because, you know, it was like one of the most beautiful people I've ever known in my life and she was at a point in her life where she was just embracing her passion in life and this, um, this thing, this space we created together to find our dharma, you know, and she was finding her own way with it and I was finding my own way separately. And I felt like she was just getting into a groove to express herself in ways that I think she always wanted to. And then it was kind of put on hold and, and she died. And, you know, I'm not going to just reel off a load of cliche quotes about time and death and how we should live now and all this stuff. I mean, we've heard that, you know, there's plenty of stuff like that on Google, but um, 
it really reinforced this feeling I have around, um, I guess what I'm trying to express generally within this podcast around love and elevation and being true to your nature and what you want to do with your life. And I know Eve was very optimistic and she had a very full life actually and she did lots of cool things and I know she felt that way to the end but um, kind of seeing her start to blossom as I call it um, finding her dharma sometime before that and going into that I was so looking forward to seeing her really you know express that more fully and uh, I was looking forward to seeing her fall in love again and hearing about uh, a creative uh, expression that she was kind of, um, you know, finding and expressing. And and it was kind of, I guess I can say, I feel like it was cut short. And uh, it's, when I think about this, I said it on a previous podcast, it's, when I see that these days in people, it, it really makes me kind of sad that, we all have this beautiful potential for love and expression and creativity and uh, and we all have that within us to express that and lots of us aren't. Lots of us are in relationships and careers and places where we're not really living our full potential and we're not really in a space where we're in alignment with who we are and what we want and I think seeing some people around me transition into these spaces and go through the process of that change and seeing how abundant and um, full their lives become I, I feel like I just want everyone to feel like that I want everyone to uh, be able to express themselves in that way and feel that life has all of these amazing possibilities and once you find that state of flow and love and connection with yourself and finding that thing that makes you tick uh, and makes you fall in love a lot it makes you burst with joy and you just want to share that and express that uh, I just feel like <laughs> I just feel very passionate about it and thin, thinking about Eve not being able to um, have that to the extent I'd love to have seen her have, I think it reinforced a very powerful message um, to myself in terms of time. And again, I'm not going to quote <laughs> a bunch of... Uh, time stuff and we must live now but um, it really did hit that message home to me around um, why are we here what are we doing and I don't mean that in a very existential way but um, I think it's quite simple and I question myself and everyone really listening is to how do you want to express yourself while you're here this very beautiful moment that we're in right now, the co all of the coincidences that have happened for us to be in this space where we are right now, living as we are right now, which will never happen again. And I don't mean that in a depressing way around death, 
but for me that it that makes me feel even more inspired and I think I'm going to do a, a separate quote and um, podcast on just that the miracle and coincidence of where we are right now and how precious this is um I think that's just a, a podcast on its own but um it really is precious and for the last few years I feel reminded of that every day I feel reminded of it every day the the miracle of where we are right now and the potential we have within us to express ourselves in a loving fun creative connected way and I think there's lots of ways we can express ourselves and why wouldn't we want to express ourselves in that way why would we be in jobs or relationships or places that don't serve us when we can make a shift within our lives to somewhere different where we feel more and more like that all the time and I don't mean going around chasing experiences or some sort of hedonistic space I, I'm just talking about being in alignment and being true to yourself and your true nature and finding ways to be more like that and I feel like the more you know I keep repeating this message on a few podcasts but uh, the more we're in that space of alignment um, with who we are who we really are and we're expressing ourselves in an authentic way I think it's much easier to be in this loving space of connection and this feeling again of elevation you're elevating yourself and when you're in that space that just affects everyone around you and I would just love to see more and more people being in this space and working from this space in life and then it's the case of not wanting to be somewhere else to be happy but just you're happy where you are and like I say I think seeing Eve go through that journey and myself go through that journey and feeling that Eve didn't quite get to express that fully and I know she didn't feel like that towards the end but I can't help but see her potential I guess and the potential she had to express herself um, in those ways it's it's hard it's hard to see that and I find it hard to see it in other people too and uh, I really would like to see more and more people being able to express themselves fully creatively in a loving way and uh, and I think these sudden changes can happen at any time and um, I've had a few experiences in my life now that have definitely taught me to be more fluid around um, what I do or what I think I'm going to do or long-term short-term plans that I have in life I find these days I'm much happier actually when those are, aren't so fixed I don't have so such a fixed idea on who I'm going to be or what I'm going to do and you know that that's relevant for my career these days as a yoga teacher and I've learned to kind of be a lot more flexible around uh, fixed ideas on um, where I'm going or what I'm going to do these days I actually live a lot more day to day and you know obviously we need to make plans and um, have structure to our life and I do make 
you know, long-term and short-term plans, but they aren't so fixed. And um, I feel just a bit more trusting <laughs> these days in the universe and life that uh, it's all right. I'll I'll slide with this and I'll flow with that. And mm, as long as I try to maintain this uh, space of love and compassion and uh, uh, again, I'm using this word purity again of my intentions. I feel it's going to lead me somewhere good. And uh, I think, like I said before, it, maybe it's not so important what I do in a sense, but uh, like how I'm doing it or what space I am in while I'm doing the things that I'm doing. Because I think that the more and more I operate from that way of thinking and being, it's just generally leading me to good places and it's enabling me to express myself in the way I want and less and less around what I'm doing to some extent. So, again, I didn't want to talk about this um, story uh, in a kind of, to see it as something depressing or negative because um, I've had a few people close to me die in the last few years and I th I've seen it as a kind of um, kind of lesson on growth and um, the preciousness of what we have now and really this, you know, it's insane if I sit down and think about it and I have done at times, I've kind of meditated on this concept of uh, the miracle really of the expression that we have within this moment in life all of the things that have led to where I am currently right now, even just talking to everyone here on this podcast, is kind of insane to kind of start to track back and it's a bit too much to comprehend. And I don't know if we are <laughs> meant to really comprehend that, comprehend that as humans. Um, but it definitely helps me um, appreciate what I have now and, and grateful for what I have now. And especially at the moment with this pandemic and everything, um, I find it, Lots of conversations I have lately with people tend to turn to, they turn negative and uh, critical and uh, and that's okay, I understand people are struggling but um, it's helping me through this period uh, definitely to focus on what I have rather than what I don't and I have a lot, um, I really do have a lot in terms of uh, my health and the people around me who I love. And there's lots of things I don't, but I think it's what I choose to focus on, uh, which helps me through these tougher times. And again, going back to, it's even difficult to use the word death, you know, like it's this thing in society that we've tried to hide, but you know, it's around the corner at some stage. I have no idea when that's going to happen. And I don't mean that in a kind of, again, like a negative, like, oh, but things could change for me very suddenly, the same way they did for Eve, the same way they did for my father, and uh, the same way lots of sudden changes are, are happening for people right now with this pandemic. Things can just, you know, pop and twist. And, and I think it's much easier to navigate that when we're a lot more fluid with what happens. And again, we don't have so fixed ideas on what we think we should have or expectations around what we think is owed to us or should be given to us. But uh, yeah, navigating life for me in a more fluid way and not being so attached to these things is definitely 
helping me and also the you know the reality of of death in some ways that um there is a finite time to what we're doing and that's okay and i think that adds to the beauty of it like you know this analogy of uh let's for example we could choose a rose you know when a rose grows and blossoms and it's in its fullest state it's it's one of the most beautiful things you can look at, the intricacy of the leaf and the colour and it's, you know, it's in full blossom. But it's also on its way out too. And I think maybe a flowering blossom, blossoming rose wouldn't be so beautiful to us if it, if it could always be that way. I think it kind of adds to the beauty that it, it is finite and I feel the same for us. Uh, in a way, maybe my life will never be as perfect as it is right now in some way. You know, I'm, I feel I'm peaking in some way in terms of my physical health and what I'm doing in my life. And I feel very appreciative appreciative of where I'm at with my life at the moment and um, grateful for what I have. So, And it won't always be like that to some extent, and that's okay too. It's just the way it is. <laughs> but I'm very grateful for what I have and where I'm at at the moment and lots of things will change in and around that and uh, potentially my health and lots of other things too but um, while I'm alive I'd like to feel like I'm blossoming <laughs> so how can we blossom you know and I, again I figure I'll go back to this being in sync being in alignment um, a rose being a rose, blossoming, flowering is a rose being a rose and maybe Jamie being Jay doing what I love and what I feel passionate about is me blossoming and I think maybe are you blossoming like the rose and doing what you want to do in your life and feeling in line and in sync with who you are and what you, how you want to express yourself or are you, you know, slowly dying in the corner? Are you a rose that's not living to its full potential are you not growing as you should are you not getting enough sunlight or water how can you potentially change your life so you do feel like you're blossoming you're glowing you're you feel that you feel inspired by life you know you feel motivated by the possibilities of life and what you can do and what potential you have rather than feeling that life is hard and a struggle and maybe you don't feel connected to what you do and where you are and I'm only really saying this to maybe challenge some views we might have around what we think we're able to do or possibilities we have and encourage people to feel like life has a lot of possibilities and can take us to beautiful places and but I feel we have to be open to change and we have to try to change if if things we're doing or places we're in are not serving us and I think there's different practices that can help encourage that and uh, I'm going to use yoga as an example um, uh, I I think I've said this before I practice Ashtanga yoga mostly and um, it's my main practice and I remember when I first started my teacher Ian said to me said to a group of us on this uh, immersion course I was on um, 
He said, if you don't like change, I wouldn't do Ashtanga yoga. <laughs> and uh, he was very right. I've experienced so much change in my body working through uh, the system of Ashtanga yoga. It's pretty, pretty crazy, really, how much the body can change with the right methodology and input and intention. And my body's changed a lot, and it's continuously changing and I kind of you know I've tuned more into that feeling I've embodied that sense of change a lot and it's good it's like it's like this analogy of the river you know that uh, the river is constantly changing and flowing and moving and we just see it as a river and that's cool because I feel like we're kind of the same um, we're always changing and evolving ourselves are constantly changing and evolving and I feel like I am as a human and it's cool, I think it's cool to witness that change and evolution within ourselves and I like to feel like I'm always growing and expanding my mind and consciousness and I know I'm also doing that within my body too, I feel like it's uh, this all-encompassing union of change that I feel like I'm going through and and uh, one day that will go through a very big change where my tissues change to something else and my consciousness potentially goes somewhere else or the mystery of death. But um, that will be a very big change, <laughs> probably one of the biggest. But uh, in between now and then, I'd like to try to blossom and feel in sync and connected. And, uh, and I feel which is a message I try to put out within this podcast a lot, is to try to be in a state of love as much as I can. I feel like this feeling of love and being in love, it transcends everything. And it brings light to everything. It brings light to where there was darkness. And uh, I really want to encourage that message as much as possible to make choices from a place of love and purity and intention of love for yourself and the people around you and uh, for me it's like light and uh, I remember I wrote about this on my social media but um, sometimes we think of darkness as something that's just kind of there and actually I like to think of darkness this isn't my quote as uh, the non-existence of light, <laughs> you know. Um, I remember reading something from Joseph Campbell relating to this, and I think Osho spoke about this quite a lot, but uh, yeah, darkness being the absence of light. So to remove darkness, we just kind of need to focus on light. <laughs> I think if we spend that energy trying to remove the darkness, then... Uh, I don't know if that's even really possible. Maybe we can just be aware of its uh, presence, but focusing more on light, darkness just is not there. It's not really present. And I don't mean this in some kind of uh, New Age hippie, you know, sugarcoating, uh, sugarcoating shit, <laughs> basically. Uh, you know, we've all got those parts of us where there is some darkness and... I think that's where the self-inquiry comes in and that's, we need to go there sometimes to be aware of what's 
in us, beneath us, below us. But uh, love and being in uh, the space of love and making choices from that just uh, can make a big shift in our way of thinking and our intention. And uh, for me, that's helped a lot with change. Uh, again, which I think is probably the right word for today's uh, episode. Change is good, change can be great, and we just need to be open to it, and I'm going to use the word courageous again, sometimes change requires a lot of courage, but why not live courageously, you know, why not live with courage in this world, and why not express ourselves in the way that we really want to, and why not dance down the street when you want to and sing out loud when you want to. Why not just do what feels right within you and express yourself to your fullest? Because why the fuck not? You know, it's not like we've got this uh, finite time and it's not uh, infinite time. It's not like uh, you doing something you don't want to do for a long period or being in a relationship or a career that you don't really want that, you know, at the end of all of this, someone's going to give you something for that. <laughs> You're not going to receive a badge or a medal and say, like, you know, well done, Tony. You know, through putting up without, you now get to go to this place. It's, I don't believe that to be true. I don't feel that to be true. I don't think we're going to get any awards or medals or badges for putting up with something that doesn't serve us. I don't think that uh, there's a reward for that. And uh, I don't think we need to sell ourselves that idea either of sacrificing for something else. I think we can just live now. For me, this is kind of heaven to some extent. The playground of the world for me is like a heavenly space. If you sit long enough and I feel this... Uh, I'm done this quite a lot, but um, just witness the beauty of life, like really, truly, and I can't say that strongly enough, nature, uh, people, love, the, the myriad of emotions that we can ex experience as humans is insane, really, it's like a playground of the most intense playground there is. It kind of is this heavenly space. I'm not sure what follows, but um, maybe this is it. <laughs> you know, maybe this is our heavenly space and all of the coincidences that led to our consciousness being here now to experience this for me is uh, it's too much to get my head around. And like I say, I think I should do a podcast just on this, but uh, I get super motivated and. Uh, emotional and full of joy and bliss when I connect with that it's uh, it's crazy like I can sometimes sit down and uh, just be a bit blown away by the miracle of it you know just what I'm experiencing on a daily basis as me Jamie Jay being conscious and witnessing all of the stuff that goes before me and especially when I'm in love and feeling in a state of love or happy, you know, joy, bliss, connecting with the right people, it's just like, wow, it's, it's fireworks, yeah. And 
for any of you out there that have been in love or are in love, that feeling you have within yourself and other people is just, it's, 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 I haven't kind of a bit lost for words for that really. It's, it's the best feeling in the world. So, maybe I uh, digress a little bit and going on a bit of a tangent, but uh, I think it's all kind of related. So, um, yeah, just wanted to kind of share this, this topic today of change and um, embracing change and being open and fluid and this analogy of the river. Uh, when I think about yoga, I think of being loose and flexible and not rigid. And, stru- and you know, especially the type of yoga I practice, Ashtanga, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of structure to it, So, which is good. I think it gives us a good base to, to play from. But um, be fluid with life. Embrace change, be open to change, and uh, and if you feel you need to change some things that aren't serving you, do it. There's no time like now. There's no better time than now to do that. So why not? You know, be courageous, live courageously. I feel like it's really the only way to live. And if you're afraid of something you're afraid to change. Go into that fear, do that self-inquiry, work out why you're afraid and then express yourself in the way that you feel you want to in life. And the more you do that, I feel the happier you'll be. You'll inspire others, you'll inspire yourself, you'll have that energetic glow, that flow, and maybe you'll change some other people's lives and inspire them and then just create this good energy that elevates you and the people around you and that's a beautiful thing I feel like I could talk a lot more about this today but I think maybe that's a good way to to end this episode so elevation change and uh, and love